Live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com, this is episode 42 of the Anime Roundtable. Greetings and salutations, Mike Nicholas with you from our studio in Toronto for Thursday night, February 28th, 2008, as the Roundtable has now gathered. Tonight on the show, we'll put on our legal glasses again as we dissect the recently released Canadian Customs list of prohibited obscene material and the hentai that made the prestigious list. In the bullets, we'll talk a little more ADV on the latest developments there and some older titles going back to the future and maybe uh, take a drink at a butler cafe. That's coming up tonight. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Comic Den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and moral language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Ah, this is a bad <laughs> idea. This is a spectacular idea. <laughs> And, and if you were showing more cleavage, it would be an even <laughs> more spectacular idea. I can't believe it. And your timing's impeccable because I have <laughs> to explain what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, can you explain it in less so than 40 words? <laughs> now that we've started recording, now Mike has to explain my so Why? Here we go. Um, I think Adam can find in the criminal code <laughs> yeah, there, okay. the pocket criminal code, um, no less. Okay, we're all right, in case you're, like, to our radio <laughs> listeners out there, our audio listeners... Um, We've often joked for a long, long time that this show is actually, like, it's only audio recorded. There's actually been no official video. The closest we've had is, um, if you're on our Facebook site, uh, on our Facebook group, you know that the, that somebody took a couple photos from about three weeks, from our episode three weeks ago. And that's the closest we've had of anything being taped during a recording. And then the Anime North episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Adam put it upon himself, in his great wisdom... To uh, point his laptop, uh, his uh, MacBook—it's MacBook a MacBook Pro. Pro. It's a MacBook Pro—and uh, point it at this table. And as we're speaking, we're going to be recording everything. The, his MacBook Pro will be recording every single minute of this session. Uh, you'll, this is the official version, but the video will get everything that's that goes on when during the break. This will—and <laughs> I guess for all intents and purposes. You're seeing our first vidcast, if you're watching the video version of it. Uh, I think watching the official the video. term is vodcast, but all right. Whatever. <laughs> but, we, but, we'll be, uh, but um, a, video, a video of this taping will be made available somewhere along the line. I, we just don't know when. Uh, either on the website or on YouTube. It's really not hard for me to encode it. Yeah. So, and, then, and then we'll put in a link for, the, link for it um, in how many parts. You can't make you can't make it a should be able to make one, but we'll see. Yeah, really? Okay. Depends how long we end up running. I mean, based on the breaks we take, sometimes we end up taking three times as long to do the episode. Yeah. So and and, and, and as as Adam announced um Adam as Adam mentioned that uh, he was gonna be recording tonight, recording all this for video purposes, uh a- a- um Angela just remarked I put on the right shirt tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are missing out from a few weeks ago. Uh, sure. We'll hope for next week. <laughs> There's photo evidence. No comment. Photo evidence. Just join the group. Uh, anyway, here, here's the cast of characters tonight. Uh, sort of the usual. James Austin to my left, whose back you see on the in the uh, in the video. Wait, to turn the, around wait, and look uh, at it. Wait, 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 to my immediate right. To my immediate right, Angela Jordan, and to my far right. Well, further along the table is Adam Grant. So um, now you get to see our faces in motion for the first time. 
I don't know that our faces are going to be in motion, just parts of them. Yeah. Well, at least you get to see <laughs> see us in in motion for the first time. So there you go. Why don't we start with the idol talk this week? Oh, did anyone see the Oscars? No, thank no, God. Thank <laughs> yeah, actually, no. you know what's ironically funny? I turned to them at eleven thirty, and they were actually finishing up on time. God, who knows? Well, How actually, the thing is, the well, the, there were no writers for it, so well, the writer or the uh, writers the writer came back on quick. very short notice. I mean, uh, the thing is, um, the speeches, according think, to my anyway. according to my Rogers box, it said it was supposed to end at eleven thirty, and it ended closer to twelve o'clock. Three and a half hours, not too bad actually. Three and a half hours officially. Uh, probably you can add a four. Uh, a four, four when you add in the pre-show, the thirty-minute pre-show that Regis hosted. <laughs> oh, Regis, Regis not John Rivers. The, no, uh, no, Joan Rivers doesn't have the official version. She does like something for E, and then right up until eight o'clock, and then she, and then she's obligated to turn off to, to turn off her cameras, and then the um, ABC air, ABC and the Academy airs their own pre-show for the mm. last half hour. And oh look, more audience! Oh, we have five people. We have five people. We're in the doing audience. well. The, the, the camera will not be pointed at the audience; it'll just be pointed at this table. Um, and um, and then and then the and then John Stewart himself at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it went it went uh, on time. Um, I guess a- anime wise, or some of the highlights. Uh, first of all, animated movie. No surprise, Ratatouille won. Yeah, it's well, Pixar. It can't lose. Being that what what's its competition? I forgot really? the other Not two. Much. I forgot the other two. That, that, that's my, my point. <laughs> I think Surf's Up's one of them in this independent, this seemingly independent. Yeah, because category. of the because of the Academy rules, all the really good animated films that come out in, during any given year don't qualify. Mm-hmm. Although uh, Tech on Kingcrete, we we talked about Tech on. Yeah, King we Creed did chat days. about that, and we all knew it wasn't going to win. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, or, I mean, uh, but I think the rules the rules allowing for whatever for movies to qualify. The problem is, it has to have a. Broad, a sufficiently broad theatrical release before the end of December to qualify for the next year's Even Oscars. Just, yeah. um, in the US, of count. course. So th- this means that you know the only anime we've seen in recent history that was good enough to at least get nominated was Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone knows what happened there. Yeah. Since it won. And that, that's sort of the evidence. That's the proof in the pudding there. That if you actually get one released... Especially when it's Miyazaki, it's and going Disney to be, was behind it. Disney too, was behind it. You're going to get enough marketing push. You're going to get enough of a release, and it's a good enough movie. It's going to win, but it's getting all three of those things. And yeah. conning Disney into pushing anything other than its a Miyazaki film it or its own stuff its own is stuff. pretty tough going. And 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 Pixar is considered its own now. So. Well, pa- yeah. Disney owns Pixar now. There you go. Like I said, which interestingly made Steve Jobs the single biggest shareholder in Disney. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and remember, and technically, Steve Jobs does not make his money like he, as he he doesn't make any money. Off he of, makes as one CEO, dollar a year as CEO, CEO of, of Apple. Apple. He <laughs> makes it. He makes all of his money off shares. Yep, shares in Apple, shares in Disney, something like that. Yeah, it's formerly Pixar, now Disney. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he you just builds up stock options. Yeah, and and he he was a millionaire beforehand from from Apple before and next, so. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, he is there. He's got money to he's, burn. He's got plenty to burn, and does, apparently. Um, oh, by the way, what's your take on the uh, new uh, on the topic of Apple, uh, the new ma- the new uh, laptops that were introduced this week? The new MacBook Pros and the MacBooks. Yeah. Okay, MacBooks almost no change. Really, they just changed the processors, did a standard speed bump. 
Nothing looks special. Like, it looks like it looks like they're a little bit cheaper too. Maybe a tiny bit. But certainly, if you're inter- certainly if you're certainly uh, if ha- you're you have your eyes on the black one. If you have your eyes on the black one, it's come down sufficiently and it's a high enough spec. It's worth doing. But the low end MacBook Pro is still a better bet. Yeah, Just on based on better video card, better processor. More RAM, bigger hard drive, etc., etc., etc. And it's now got the gesture trackpad from the oh, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. which doesn't really matter. I didn't see the big benefit to it, but hey, the other side some is, people like and, it. and p- some people are complaining already about that because it doesn't use the same size pad. Yes, it doesn't. The MacBook Air is a very, very huge, huge trackpad, whereas the MacBook Pro has the same size one. It just re- it just recognizes the gestures. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, but it's it's Apple. Some fanboy's going to cream their pants over it. It's just a given. Yeah, I guess. So, there's that. Uh, on the topic... Well, the other topic, and the other uh, highlight of the Oscars was um, the best song. Mm. What, the the one that won best song. Um, I forgot the one move, the nominee from one movie, but the highlight was three, three songs from a Disney movie. <laughs> the same Enchanted, Disney movie? Same Disney movie. Three songs from Enchanted got nominated. Okay. It didn't... Not, and all three were good. Well, it's Enchanted. It's a spectacular movie. Yeah. Well, isn't, well, didn't there used to be a rule where you couldn't get more, more than, than one, one yeah. thing from the same movie nominated? Yeah, yeah but, the, th- but mm-hmm. the thing is, in past years, some some movies got, like, two. This is the first time I could recall three yeah, from the same movie. Sort of defeats the purpose. Yeah, and especially I was, when and, it loses. And being, <laughs> and being to listening to these type of things, you know, I, I kept up. Uh, not none of them won, but they were all pretty good. Which the one won? Uh, a song called um, "Slowly Falling," which was from an independent movie called "Once," which came out like in '96 actually, mm-hmm. but never got a wider release until now. this until this year. Um, only made on a shoestring budget of like a hundred sixty some odd thousand dollars. Mm. It's made obviously tenfold in that since. Highly praised. And the thing is, the two stars, uh, their names were Glenn Hansard and Marketa Irglova. Um, they sung the song, which they obviously, they're, they're musicians by trade. Mm-hmm. Actually, Hansard, I believe, was in The Commitments years ago. So okay. he was in that movie, uh, played a minor role in that. Um, and in real life, like, and, you know, it's one of those... Um, it, it's a it's somewhat of a romance type thing, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, unrequ- unrequited type romance. Yeah. Um, but romance story, you can look it up. I'll put a link to like some some synopsis of the ser- of the movie. Um, the thing is, in the process of shooting this, and they had known each other for years, but in the pro- for some years already, probably about six years already. Um, but in the process of shooting this, they sort of became a couple in real life. So let's talk about age difference here. Glenn Hansard is 37. Marketa Erglova will turn 20, I believe, in March. Turn off your... Uh, yes, I'll turn off my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, the thing is, and That's here's... Proto Man, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's... So for reference, and you can check your message while I'm saying this. Uh, and for reference, and the song, it's and that song, uh, Slowly Falling, uh, it, it was a really nice song, and it did deserve it, to be honest. But here's the mistake that Fox made. Um... A free MP3 copy is available on the Fox Searchlight ser- Searchlight website, which is oh, there. Oh, that's going to kill that site. That's <laughs> going to yeah. So, uh, it, or it was as of Monday morning. I don't know if it still is. So, I have a copy of the song in here, legally. Well, if it's put up by there, them, yeah, it would yeah, be legal. Uh, maybe not anymore. It's, but the thing is, you know, wouldn't mind buying the soundtrack. Wouldn't mind seeing the movie now because of it. Good advertisement for such a thing. And, and the big highlight of the of the night. Perhaps was um, you know during acceptance speeches, 
sometimes if they go over time, they get cut off by mm-hmm. the orchestra. That's becoming common now. Hanser took up all the time in their acceptance speech. So Erglova, the girl, never had a chance to say anything. They cut to commercial. Then after commercial, John Stewart comes out and says, um, "We just realized er- Erglova didn't have a chance to say something. She seems like a sweet girl. We're gonna bring her out and." Have her <laughs> give her her acceptance speech, and it was a nice acceptance speech. But that became quite the highlight, and uh, and Stewart and Stewart if in um, in like his next episode, The Daily Show, kind of joked around. Well, she was threatening me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but she's a sweet. She looks like a sweet, sweet, uh, a very sweet girl. Like she's nineteen right now, and as I said, she'll turn twenty in a in a le- in about a month or so. So, but. It, 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 I think they've become stars because of this, because of the whole experience. Mm. Certainly, um, the, uh, they they'll be rem- like the the Oscars will probably be remembered. Like these are this is one of the things that the, this year's Oscars will be remembered for. I'm not certain the, whole, the Oscars as a whole will be widely remembered. But well, being that you know there weren't really any good movies. Yeah, so. but being that uh, all the all the uh, the highlights, the movies that were nominated for the most part were about very violent. Not so family friendly. Not family stuff friendly. Stuff about except Iraq. Except Ratatouille. Except Iraq. Stuff, stuff about Iraq. And then, you know, greed, pestilence, war. Old man. I'm a big fan of pestilence. <laughs> so. It's, it's my favorite, you know, I'm sure. horseman. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a. Uh, you know, that, that's the. Uh, so that was the Oscars. Oh, and uh, on this note, and. Um, Oh yeah, and I guess I should. This is uh, th- I'd say this is a bull, but I guess we'll mention this now since we're talking about the move, the regular movies. Freddie Highmore, you know who he is? No. Freddie Highmore, you've seen Chocolate Charlie and the, Cho- and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp? Yeah. He yeah. played Charlie. Oh, okay. Okay. He yeah, okay. Charlie. Here I am. He's he's not bad. Yeah. He played Charlie in that. If you saw the Spiderwick Chronicles, which I saw last week, mm, he was in uh, that as well. He was in that as well. Uh, hmm. He played twins actually in that. Um, and, and once again, uh, you know, and I ended up seeing this on IMAX. Remember the whole discussion I had like months ago after seeing Spider-Man three, uh, James. Mm-hmm. I said Spider-Man three was disappointing, but I saw it on IMAX, and it was worth seeing. And it was, uh, and seeing it on IMAX was enjoyable, if only because it has this cool laser light show at the very beginning of the of the movie. Like Spider-Man three itself sucked, but the laser light show at the beginning was uh, actually almost made it worth the price of admission. You're leading me into a rant on IMAX here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, <laughs> well, okay. My, the bottom line is, I saw I saw Spiderwick Chronicles, uh, uh, Spiderwick Chronicles, in theaters in in, at, in an IMAX theater. And actually, the movie was actually pretty good. But and you wouldn't know that it it tried to condense like four books. Actually, it was a five book series, but it took only four of them and then condensed them into like a ninety minute movie. You wouldn't know that. Only diehard fans, and there are diehard fans well, of the books. Of course, books, there are. You know, would would know that, and of course, criticize it. Of course. But I thought it was actually a worthwhile movie. Yeah, we'll put a synopsis there too. Okay. Speaking uh, of IMAX. Yes, and I have five, and I have a couple minutes to spare, so you know, give me a rant. And I, I am let me getting take a drink. really, really sick, and I've always been very sick of this. Of the insistence of putting movies into IMAX into IMAX theaters, specifically because they're never actually filmed in IMAX. When you put a non-IMAX film in an IMAX theater, all you're doing is blowing it up. You're making it bigger. That's it. The point of IMAX is it's supposed to be a little more parabolic. You're supposed to get a greater peripheral vision, and it's filmed in a higher resolution. Either that or you'll end up throwing up. Mm. Well, potentially. But the point is, film it in fucking IMAX if you're going to put it in an IMAX theater. 
Because what you're doing by not doing that, by, by putting these other movies in, in IMAX In default, theaters, as in, in de- by default. Right. Starting. You are knocking out those smaller films or documentaries that made it a point to film in IMAX. You're True knocking IMAX, them okay. out of the theaters. Yeah, I, okay, I see your logic, I guess. I can start to see it. Yeah, because there's bit. a lot of very, very good documentaries. Blue Planet and whatnot that are yeah. that and are filmed in what, IMAX and this is what and this is how we how this how Toronto became familiar with IMAX because of the Cinesphere and that's all exactly it and that's mm-hmm. all the Cinesphere show documentaries exactly and that's what it's actually best for you know if you're going to film your movie in IMAX go ahead then play it in IMAX don't film it on regular film and then just blow it up for the purpose of IMAX and then charge me more for it being in the IMAX theater three dollars. See? But that's the difference. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Dear Studios, film in IMAX or stay out of the damn IMAX theater. So the thing is, the thing is, um, like with the way with the way movie theaters are, they have to they have to stack the cards as much as they could. That's well, you could part. just not build the IMAX theater. Yeah, that was in the in the. That would have been the more logical. That would have been the logical thing when when people when um people thought that this that it was always going to be this way that this new um, renaissance in the modern movie plexus was always going to be this mm-hmm. way. And then downloading happened. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, and other and, and then they've decided and, to and improvements in home studios. We have to we have to put in something other than downloading here. But then they've um, decided to to just preach to me when I pay for the movie. The downloading's bad. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that no, movie. they have that in movie posters in lieu of actually putting up a exactly for like a good you, movie. you are preaching to the choir, man. I paid money to be here. You don't need to tell me that I'm a criminal and that I shouldn't do that. Only tell the Chinese Exactly. Like you know, put it on a website because then at least I'm on the internet when I see it. Or like if you put an ad saying you know, tell your friend not to download movies. You're okay because you paid for it. But, why don't you but just go tell, home. Why don't you tell him look to the left and see if he has a camera? So <laughs> I thought well, you were going to say in, it's going to be in like English cinemas. That's actually what they do. The ads are saying, well, other than the ads to not download, they have a big warning, um, showing what the criminal charge is for having video recording equipment in a movie. Okay. And that they will it's a like confiscate the- it and b it's prison time. Okay. Like, kind of like the uh, FBI warning you see on DVD sometimes. Exactly. The they're they're at least warning you about things you could actually be doing wrong. Mm-hmm. As opposed yeah. to this, you're downloading things. That's wrong. But I'm in the theater. I just paid to be here. And they, and they have mm-hmm. and they, they give a lot of misinformation as to what downloaded movies are. Like, they're really small, and the colors are all messed up, and there's, <laughs> you know, foreign subtitles on them. Like, no, actually, I, I tend to download pretty good copies, so... It's probably the DVDs. Well, yeah, the DVD screeners or, or, that Hollywood insists on giving out. Yeah, or or somebody or somebody actually, you know, running off with the digital co- a digital mm. copy, which is possible. It happens a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so just a thought though. Now that you mentioned all these warnings and stuff, my personal favorite such warning at the beginning of uh, most Rhino discs, uh, uh, like Rhino um, was the publisher. Uh, they they were the, they had the first rights of the on the Transformers movie mm-hmm. years ago on yeah. DVD. Mm-hmm. They also did Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the TV series. They have the FBI warning, right? Yeah. And usually with the FBI warning, there's a picture of J. Edgar Hoover. And as they're showing the warning, just you have to take a look at the picture. And slowly they start to 
pencil and a mustache. And a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really funny. Yeah, this, it's one of the funniest warnings you'll actually see. <laughs> see, I would have expected with Mystery Science Theater that they'd have the robots there and they'd be making comments. Yeah, about yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you would at least get the content of the warning, but it would be funny at the same time. It's still pretty funny, mm-hmm. actually, if you, if you see. Well, it. yeah, I don't. It doesn't take much to be a little bit creative with those things. Yeah. it really doesn't. But it actually, but that, it, it actually fit the tone of the Mystery Science Theater DVD. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if they hold it on any others. That's the thing. Mm. But the Mystery Science Theater for sure. Anyway, 20 minutes, which means we should actually start caring. <laughs> Did you if ever you insist, Mike? Mike yeah. huh? Did you ever care? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> the funny part. No, uh, Neil's not here to keep to take things off track. Yeah, but that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I blame you, Mike. Except, I, I, except I'm the legal expert here, so I can't take it that far. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> yeah, and then you always hit him with that. No, I should have If, if I'd want to hit somebody, I would have brought my annotated one. Because it's like twice the size and it's hardcover. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's great to know you can kill someone it's with the law. Yeah, you literally can kill somebody with a criminal code. Literally. It's kind of ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. It's all right. So make sure you can get... So if, some, so if uh, Adam goes mm-hmm. off, uh, is out of line, Angela, mm-hmm. make sure you can reach for that first. But what was your point about the Spiderwick Chronicles? Oh, it was... Did like, you have a point or... <laughs> There was no point, Angela. <laughs> there well played, Angela. <laughs> movies and stuff, but uh, it was just Did a, it was just a, a point. Oh, Freddie Highmore. Now I remember the last point on Freddie Highmore. Oh, the he's kid. been cast as Astro Boy. There that, we that go. Okay, there we go. There my point. That could be very good or very. Actually, the, the movie that was itself could be very good or very bad. And that yeah, and that was my point. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. There is a tie-in. I forgot where he, he was cast as Astro Boy this week. So. Only took you how many minutes to get there? Um, yes. It, Yes. <laughs> well, here we go again. Um, okay, let's get to this. Was it uh, something to do with customs, perhaps? Yeah, it does. I remember hearing you say something at the beginning. Yeah. Well, here's the explanation. Um, every so often, and usually around this time of year, we tend to talk about our government, about governments or government agencies and their reactions to the most controversial of anime material. While the U.S. is normally an easy target, we end up focusing more on other countries, usually Japan and usually Canada. You know, our home and native land. Anyway, this week, Anime News Network reported that the Canada Border Services released their quarterly list of material deemed too obscene to be imported into this country. Most noteworthy of the updated blacklist is Cool Devices and Hentai, and Cool Devices and Wordsworth, the Hentai DVDs. A full list will be made available, uh, is made available obviously through ANN links, and we'll link through to PDF avail- uh, on our website as well. But I thought uh, we'd talk a little bit about these bands, the bands that were updated and lifted, because there were quite a few of those actually, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of weird on that. And more specifically, how they came about vis a vis Canada Border Services, because therein lies the interesting part of the story. And who better to start looking at this than our resident industry observer and our legal slash hentai, a.k.a. what's the difference expert? You might as well so ta- start with <laughs> Adam yeah, first, yeah. since we've talked here. about um, this a lot before in the Comic Den episodes and everything else. We've so talked about we this at well length, go. I guess, in other forms, but here's a you know a refresher. Um, first things first, Adam, uh, because uh, looking at some of the list, um, 
my own admission is I've only seen a couple episodes of Cool Devices. I've never seen Wordsworth. I know I'm pretty sure you're a little bit more familiar. I've seen them, and personally, I don't see why they have to be banned. And you can get them through the country mm. easy enough. All you yeah. have to do is let's properly get to, we'll get to, we'll get fill out your we'll customs declaration. Let's let's get to that later. But I actually okay. There's a, I actually went back through all of the 2007 list because they release one every quarter. Mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. through all of 2007. Yeah, and it. And we're kind of surprised this is the first time it's ever been brought up. On yeah. Any, now, on mm-hmm. a, a, at least. Um, to call it a prohibited list is not really accurate. It's a list of the stuff they've reviewed. So you'll see down the side, if you read the PDFs, what are, what's approved and what's prohibited. Because they do make decisions. Um, B, I was actually upset at Anime News Network because they misreported that. Wordsworth was actually prohibited in second quarter list. So this, this is not new time. on that one. So in this sense, it's not necessarily no, hmm? news. It's not. It's news. not news, but fair enough to mention it. Um, the 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 main thing that struck me when I went through these lists is I I was pleasantly surprised at how many of the prohibited ones I have actually watched, and I was actually <laughs> upset that a lot of them ended up being prohibited because some of them are very good and not really that odd. And um, you like, know, and the, doesn't fit your definition of obscene. Well, I, I was kind of upset that Midnight Sleazy Train Two got prohibited, but <laughs> I, I have to say, but most of these we've either watched, we've read, or something like that. You yeah. just have to know the right people to get across the border, or you have to wink, wink, know the right exactly. border guard. Um, but there, there's a lot of things on there that you know you, I can see why they're prohibited. I don't mm-hmm. agree with the entire concept, but that's another issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 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 um, the, the oversight that they seem to have done, which I mentioned to Mike the other night, um, they they just reviewed uh, the Bizarre Cage eps, uh, volumes two and three for mm-hmm. this quarter's. Um, they allowed volume two and they prohibited volume three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, um, they cage. redetermined the box set. Mm-hmm. It was in the redeterminations list for this quarter, and they allowed the box set. <laughs> so you can't buy you can't buy bizarre. I can't H2 buy volume three, three individually, but I can buy the whole box set, and that's okay. And five card, and, and there were various, and some series got broken. Supposedly got broken up. Five card, I think five card volume three was on that list. Yeah, um, you probably could get the box. Any of the extra Bible blacks, like Bible Black only, Bible Black revival, they got prohibited, but the original was okay, hmm. which yeah. is a bit odd. Um... Super Taboo XXX was prohibited, but the original Super Taboo is okay. Yeah. Okay. Th- that, that's a Trust me, it's best not to overthink this. I gave up on it. Well, well okay, the ago. issue is um, this is really one of those areas where Canada is incredibly backward. Because there's still this reliance on obscene materials as a charge and on the fact that you're preventing me from importing it. Especially when, like, if you look through the the list of the determinations, a good lot of it is American. Like, pretty much every porno that gets made goes through this determination. And a lot of them are knocked out. Forget to take out the Japanese stuff. Take out the Japanese stuff. A lot of them get knocked out. And it's kind of upsetting that, you know, because let's be honest, we're not that different from the Americans. In terms of, socially, anyway. You know, we, we think of the same things and we like the same things as a general rule. So why is it that I can, you know, the, why is it that they can make something but I'm not allowed to bring it over and watch it? 
Especially yeah. since, especially since, as a DVD region, we are treated the yeah, same. Yeah, we're treated For the mar- same. In marketing reasons. Especially marketing. In marketing, mm-hmm. we are considered the same. And the other big problem with this is it's not... It's not determined by anything that sort of is accountable. Yes, this is, and this is this, this is, is a unique agent. This is basically customs. That's all it is. It's, it's the border services agency, and they get to unilaterally decide what's considered obscene, not just for the purposes of preventing its import, but as a criminal charge under Section One Sixty Three, importing or uh, distributing or possession with intent to distribute. Is it an indictable offense? This is just... It's a thin line, I know. It's, it's a thin it, line. Yeah, like, I can possess yeah. it for myself. But you can't... Possession simpliciter is okay. But possession with intent to distribute is not. And yeah, with the internet nice. the way it is, that's kind of a fine line. Yeah, how do they determine mm-hmm. that? Well, it, it's, it's pretty much arbitrary. But mm-hmm. once it hits a criminal charge, there's at least an accountability system behind it. But if you try and import it... Oh, they they have the right to open the package and just remove confiscate. it. Hmm. They can confiscate. confiscate. Usually it depends on how it's being uh, properly uh, done for taxes and stuff yeah. like that. If it's something like Amazon or a reputable retailer, they will usually then they usually let it, let it through. But if it's someone they haven't seen in a long time or there's something off, they'll mm-hmm. usually go they'll through it. And then you're out, up a creek without a paddle. Actually, uh, a, oh, go ahead. I, or if you have a generous... Uh, Customs agent who's been there a long time usually they'll let through, they but most. Usually, but it also depends who you are, because this has been an issue coming out of Vancouver for a long time. With yeah, customs. they've talked about that particular days. gay bookstores. Yep. Every package that came in for them would be opened and held for a full month because they can. <laughs> they are allowed to hold your packages for a month. No, there was a court case That's on really that. Bad. There was, I'm but they can, but because it's arbitrary. The power of border services is inherently arbitrary. Yeah, there's no like it's all so they're allowed like they, they can't hold their stuff indeterminately. They can't hold it forever. Mm-hmm. But they can hold it for a month. And they will hold every one of their packages for a month. And if you import a lot of stuff that they don't seem to like, they will hold all of your packages for a month. Mm-hmm. Because they can. Actually another one that um Saha Scanlater mentioned, I didn't actually realize he was Canadian until he put up this post today. Um, he had imported a copy of Take On Me, which is a Japanese hentai comic. Uh, it was it was translated and released in North America I think as it was Dominate Ica- Me. Oh wait, no, that was Euro. That was Euro. Sorry, Euro. So it was released as Dominate Me. This is this is prohibited. It fell on the prohibited list. Hmm. Well, There's that's abs- too bad because I have it already. So I guess I'm already up having to- read it, and it's actually one of those ones that it's saved on my hard drive. It's that good. Yeah. There's nothing objectionable about it. That's Every a- single character is at least 18. The character that looks the youngest is like 24. It's played off as a giant joke in the manga that she looks that young. Every character is of age. Every single sexual scene is consensual. The most bondage that's there is like predetermined and pre-planned by all parties. Hmm. A role mm-hmm. play. Right, that, that's all it is. There is nothing objectionable about any of this. And it's actually a love story in a lot of ways. It's a very, very sexy love story. But <laughs> the point is, I, that's one of those ones that I was very, very upset that it didn't get accepted. Um, it's a family affair, too. Prohibited. Cosplay Cafe, too. Prohibited? Prohibited. There's nothing wrong with it. 
Like, it, it's like standard romantic sex. The youngest characters are in high school, which puts them at at least 16. Ah, uh, we gotta be careful with that one. We have to be... Well, okay, in Japanese high school, you're at least 16. Being that... and can, They're not shown as being very young, right? You could easily mistake them for being 18. It, it's borderline objectionable. But they knocked it out. Now, there's certain things like uh, little si- younger sister juice, which they definitely prohibited, and I can certainly understand that one. Um, and, you know, things like cool devices I can understand, because there's yeah, a lot of bondage component to it. Yeah, but it's, the thing is, that one's kind of weird. In but it's still very backward. It's, it's a, if I'm allowed to do this stuff in my own house, I'm allowed to tie people up in my own house, as long as we're two consenting adults, I'm allowed to film it. Like we're allowed to film. Right, I'm allowed to film. <laughs> I'm allowed to film these things going on. In fact, if if I have sex with a 14 year old, as I am legally allowed to do, as long as I am not a, not in a position of trust or authority, I think that's changed now with the new criminal law. Not, uh, not yet. It's not signed. Not changed yet. Trust Adam to know. Is it <laughs> it's still or something. I can't remember. It's not it was proposed. It hasn't been changed. Yet. It's been. It passed thought, another hurdle in the Senate last night. Right. So, so. but if I have sex with a 14 year old. I am allowed to film it. I can't distribute it. But I can film it and I can use it for my own purposes. Any, You can make a film of any act, of any sexual act that is legal and keep it for your own purposes. Hmm. So if I can do that, what's the difference between me owning a copy of an animated fantasy film... Which involves characters. a teenager who may or may not be under 18. The sad part is, the thing is, I can't make that argument because of my own, because for the most part I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Or I, I can't say I can't say I disagree with you. It's just that I'm sure somewhere, and I'm not intelligent enough yeah. too, but uh, somewhere along the line you know somebody's going to come up with that argument. Yeah. Well, I have a severe problem with the entire section 163. Um, it's antiquated. It's it shouldn't be here. Can, like the the short title of the section is "Offenses Tending to Corrupt Morals," <laughs> right? And this falls under sub eight, which is the obscene publication rule. For the purposes of this act, any publication or dominant characteristic of which is un- the, the undue, undue exploit- exploitation of sex or of sex. And any one, any one or more of the following subjects, namely crime, horror, cruelty, and violence, shall be deemed to be obscene. Yeah. That's the, this is the exact words. And it's the uh, sub one is everyone commits an offense who A, makes, prints, publishes, distributes, circulates, or has in his possession for the purpose of publication, distribution, or circulation, any obscene written matter, picture model, photograph record, or other thing, whatever... Or B, makes, prints, publishes, distributes, sells, or has in his possession for the purpose of publication, distribution, or circulation a crime comic. Right? This, this it's, it's <laughs> really, really wordy. vague. Yeah. If I have anything that is yeah, deemed it, it, to be obscene, it, and Border Services has the unilateral right to determine what's obscene. And the unilateral right to make a judgment call. Yes. Which is, so it, it might depends on be, who's making that judgment. But that judgment call is deemed to be obscene under, this, under the criminal code. If you're just controlling imports, that's one thing. But you're allowing people. You're allowing people who have. There, there's no mechanism for deter, for appealing it, mm-hmm. for determining whether it's wrong. All the only thing you can do is apply for a redetermination, 
And then the same people look over it. Well, that's the problem. And based on the last four quarters, the redeterminations um, under, they call them section, section 60 determinations, I believe under Section 60 of the Customs Act, if they, where you've gotten a request to redetermine it, they're almost always continually prohibited. Hmm. We got some, there were some the section reprieves. Fifty nine re- Section 59 redeterminations yeah. are under their own, pro- their own sort of project. They put them on a. They they may have prohibited them in the first place, but they put them on a list for review because they may have gone over it a little summarily, or they don't. They, yeah, they, they, they didn't actually might come think. back. But this seems to be a recent thing because the, the only real listings were in this the fourth quarter of two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, second, and third quarters didn't have any section fifty nine redeterminations. There were a couple of section sixty before, but this is the first quarter where we've had anything significant. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Maybe it's a changing policy. I don't know. But yeah. Well, it's just maybe maybe somebody there needs to it wants to add to their collection. Perhaps. And that which is the which is the joke that uh, which is kind of the joke that the head Icarus or at least the guy who's running the Icarus blog yeah. has made. And 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 uh, Simon there and uh, he's going to get a couple link backs. I'm afraid this for this episode. He joked around that. Um, well, he joked around. What is it? Uh, his response was big deal just about everything that we've ever published it has pretty much been probably yeah. prohibited except for maybe one volume of blue eyes and i don't know which one for that matter probably the first one yeah <laughs> so. but everyone like all this stuff usually i've seen it floating around and stuff like that so you can get in you just have to make sure you know yeah and here's the interesting it gets yeah. around but the thing is you know what it, you're putting a risk on the people who want to sell it you know what because yeah. if you're selling it that that's a criminal offense. I was gonna say something actually quickly. That's about where it gets interesting, right? And that's where it gets interesting because, you know, we've seen places, mm-hmm. and we'll and chances are, and um, if you're at Anime North in a couple months, chances are, there'll be a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There will be a few of people who will be selling said titles. Cool mm-hmm. devices is pretty easy to find. Yeah, still cool pretty easy to find. To find. I mean. Um, the only reason why um, Wordsworth and Five Card, because those were no titles that stuck out to me, yeah, uh, those were re-releases. I think those are the yeah. only reasons they got I, determined again. They did. I thought. I thought. That, I thought those are still in limbo because of Wordsworth is a very old release. Yeah, yeah that's that's a, that was new. That was a new. That was a new. By, um, was it Kitty? I'm thinking I Kitty think for some Kitty. reason. Kitty. Kitty. Okay. Because yeah. because I know box. that that was a new tech. And it was originally. It was new tech, but I think yeah. it's Kitty now. Yeah. It was either Kitty or Critical Mass. Five Card. I don't think. And five card, I don't think has seen a re-release yet. That was a new no, tech. Five no, did, five card. But hasn't. the the other the other major one they listed, which was Cool Devices, yeah, had also seen a re-release. Yeah, that, yeah and that was through Critical why. Mass. That, that was, was, that was originally new sure. tech. Yeah, then the and other then one is Kitty. They were different. So yeah. there's you know there's that lit there's that oddball list. Oh, and I was gonna just point out funny thing about Icarus because remember his recent uh, printings have been in Canada for his uh, hentai manga and stuff like that, which mm. is kind of ironic. Yeah, it's yeah, but I think print. Yeah, well, that yeah. was before. That was before the Quebec War thing. But yeah, before, I'm not sure. Quebec War has kind of now. put things in flux, so I'm yeah. not sure how that's working oh. now. But okay, let's let Actually, me printing them in Canada may make it a little bit better because the Border Services Agency would probably not review it for a longer time. Well, probably the problem is that he has to send it. Seemingly, it may they may not even have the chance. Exactly. Yep. Or uh, ideally, they may not have the chance. Uh, thought. Um, okay, let's because people have been. Pounding on the whole charter of rights thing in the forms. Somebody, mm-hmm. there's always this within reason type, type exclusion. Uh, obviously, there's some, like, 
the thing is, the, the thing is, everyone's you know, there's a right to things within reason, or within well, okay. within with a degree of limits. There, there's things that okay, it's, being that I have the charter yeah, in front and, of and, me, and this is often <laughs> often to prevent things like hate uh, like hate propaganda and what have you, mm-hmm. and that and the the general one falls under uh, section two B of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the Schedule B to the Constitution Act, nineteen eighty two. Which is, everyone has the following fundamental freedoms. Freedom of thought, belief, opinion, and expression, including freedom of the press and other media of communication. That doesn't mean you get to own whatever you want. And, yes, that's a problem, but let's be honest, that's a right you can't logically protect. There is a need to prohibit certain goods from entering the country. It's just inherent, right? Um... Now, that being said, it's a little bit backwards that we're going to let somebody determine what, you know, what we we get allowed to view. And so there's other rights which, I mean, I've been, I've decided I'm going to have a deep look and see if I can produce a legal argument based on it. Because I'm really sick of the section. Yeah, and honestly, and honestly, we're running low on time. Unfortunately, uh, it's not government-based. It's, it's not government customs-based because it's funny. Every it's time you look at the forms, everyone seems to think it's government. It's not government at all. Yes, it's, it's the it's border services separate it's, Yeah, and it, it, with very little checks and balance. Exactly. And that's the concern. And that's mm-hmm. the concern. This is something with no account with the only seemingly thing little accountability. To, the only thing that you could conceivably do to eliminate it is you can get rid of Section 163 of the Criminal Code which really only eliminates the criminal charge for it. It doesn't prevent the import of it. Um, or you can eliminate tariff 9899.00.00, which is the tariff under which uh, obscene materials, uh, materials promoting hate, and materials promoting sedition fall under. Hmm. Um, so you can try, and let's be honest, that's one of those areas that that's censorship in the highest degree. And that kind of contradicts it's very contrary to the spirit of the charter if not the actual rules of it and so it's one of those things that i don't think a ruling has ever come around on um even if it did a lot of it might be covered under section one which is the reasonable limits Mm -hmm. and but if it did get knocked down i'm sure the government would never use an outstanding clause Never. It's yeah. not worth the other, the political the other, suicide the of it. The other counter, right? The right. ultimate counter. The, uh, yeah. the ultimate counter. And but uh, that being said, when you use that, the law has to get reviewed every five years. It's mandatory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not that useful a thing. Uh, Quebec used it for their language laws. Yeah. But they allowed it to lapse after the five years. So it, it's something that you can use for a temporary measure, like the War Measures Act. It's very sensible for that level, but in terms of a permanent thing, it doesn't careful. work very and well. It, and you got to ultimately mm-hmm. be careful. Yeah. Anyway, let's take the break. Uh, bullets coming up. ADV. Maybe some... some uh, but going back to the future with some titles. Certainly talk butler cafes. This one's kind of interesting. And that's coming up next. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. It is said that in the moment of death of your podcast... Your life flashes before your eyes. It's been one whole month in this new year, and we haven't even released one single episode. With the new year started, I thought, this is it, Mike. Only it hasn't.
And the show is still definitely here. Hit it, Mai. R5 Central. Series 4, coming soon. Check us out at r5central.wordpress.com. You can also check us out on MySpace and on iTunes. Don't count us out yet. Alternate timeline. Yeah, but or like, okay, else. people died. Accept it. You don't see this Oh My happened. Goddess going back and doing alternate timelines. So, or, or going back to something between episodes 23 and 24. Yeah. Like, That's how the Cowboy Bebop movie was. Well, yeah, so but when you get to the end of it, you can't make a movie that follows it. Yeah, I know. It'd be like, what? Okay, let's, follow the, the, let's follow the one living character, right? <laughs> I mean, th- th- maybe that's the idea with the Trigun thing. Well, so. it's kind of like with DVD episodes yeah. where I think somebody just, like, shook their money purse for the Trigun thing. <laughs> it's gotta be it. They just pulled up a dump truck full of yen outside <laughs> anyway. some guy's well, house. Well, Naito... Said, hey, make us another Trigun movie. <laughs> well, Naito has done some... Pretty well, I guess I can't turn that down. <laughs> okay, we prematurely fired off a bullet. The podcast now continues from our studio in Toronto in front of a live audience and online via the comicden.com. If you watch audio, the video, you'll get everything. <laughs> audio and video. The official podcast of Anime North. Nicholas... Nicholas, Austin, uh, Grant, and Jordan around the table. Okay, we prematurely fired off one bolt, so we regarded that the we regarded the uh, tri the return the upcoming Trigun movie. I think you've said enough. I probably yes. Well, Which I part did, did you get the dump truck full of yen? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, think you got <laughs> I did part. say Trigun. That's my that opinion. Was, that <laughs> was announced before. It was just more of an update in the yeah, final um, volume fourteen of the Slayers was more quietly mentioned. That was interesting. That was more interesting. That's yeah, one of those ones that could go a lot of places because mm-hmm. Slayers, if you follow the series, didn't really do anything. What's the others? What's there's the a other? lot of crazy antics in there that there's a million places to follow things. Yeah. Up. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, that Naga is just awesome. Agreed. See, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's, it's good when I get the women on I the do not side of things. Well, yeah. I love the episode where she gets cloned, and there's like an entire army. Ah, oh, that's yes. the best <laughs> one. The thing is, I don't think we're going. I don't know which route are we going. Are we going with Naga? or Are we going with the ensemble? Hmm. That's the thing. I don't know. Either way, it'll still be good. It should be interesting. Well, we'll see how like, it's just is a, it a TV series or is it a movie? TV series, two seasons. I guess twelve episode seasons. Oh, wow. Because yeah. six months they said. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the series cast. Mm, yeah, that's probably the it's same role. director. So we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, because it's very early. Like it's yeah. very early. I mean, there's the, so yeah. Far. I mean, some of the information even suggests that. Even, whether or not even Lena could even be involved. If you don't have <gasps> Lena, you don't have. Yeah, Slayer. that's exactly. a thing. That's a thing. Travesty could be. Um, the thing, uh, and but the thing is, like we we talked about bringing Eva back after all these years oh, with God. those movies. But and so, what do we say about this? About these? Do these have type the type of staying power to still be popular after all these years? Slayers, yes. Slayers, I because Slayers is one. Slayers is like Ranma. The mm-hmm. fact that it ended didn't really mean anything. There's enough of it there that it's episodic enough. You can just sort of pick up an episode and kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the mm-hmm. fact that there's supposedly a story going on throughout it. Mm-hmm. Trigon. Trigon. I said, dump truck full of yen. There's no reason a Trigun movie should be made. Unfortunately, because you can can't it. make it a sequel at all. It's just its own alternate universe thing. You well, know what I mean? Like, like, Night Toe has done well. 
Yeah, I know, no, but I, 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 I really don't like these alternate universe movies. If you want to compress the series into a movie, that's one mm-hmm. thing. I'll, uh, you know, X. D- ignore the fact that X that's sucked. That's a terrible example. Ignore the fact that it sucked, <laughs> but the point of it, it compressed the series into a movie. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. If you want to do a sequel, if you want to do a, you know, sort it sort of happened in the middle somewhere, I like mm-hmm. Hellboy Bebop. Honestly, the best way I prefer it is the uh, Nadesco movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where it just jumps example. two years after the end, throws everybody into a what the fuck happened mode. Essentially, it says play the video game. Play the, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, which you can't get here. No, even in Japan, it's incredibly it sa- rare. I think, it, I think it was a Saturn game. It was game a Saturn game. So. <laughs> no, it was, because I, I tried to track this thing on eBay for the longest time, and you could barely find them. Hmm. They go for like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But so you get Fish dropped right. into it again, and. You basically spend like the entirety of the two hours trying to figure out what's happened in the last two years mm-hmm. and trying to get back to some sort of semblance of where you left the end of the series. And that's sort of where the movie ends. Yeah, that's about right. Is basically that's about right. back at where it started two years before. Mm-hmm. And so that, it, it's very intriguing that way. Um, but yeah, the, the whole alternate universe thing. There's much better ways to do that. Yeah. Well, as I said, like I, I never, like just, I didn't take well, a like, good don't look call at it the an details. alternate universe. Call it, you know, what happened uh, yeah. before episode twenty. Okay. Maybe something like that. Because there was, yeah. a, there was a time, there was a bit of a time, time yeah. skip within tri- within the exactly. Tri- TV so there's, series, there's so. a lot of places to slip these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was quite episodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so there, for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah those last few aren't really. Let's see the developments. Yeah. The real question will be like, I mean, for North American fans, will be wonder who will pick it up because it can't be Genion. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, no, it could be Genion for another disturbed. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I mean, you know what I mean when I say that. I'm going to bet ADV right now. Because it I'm doesn't seem like a Funimation title to me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just betting that probably we won't see it till after the manga is finally finished by Dark Horse. Only two more volumes to go and probably won't come till next year since... Well, that, I think that, they're that, that's, that's, when, that, that's when it happens next year. Mm-hmm. That's when, it, when it's supposed to happen next I year. I took a look at the end of the manga and it ended pretty... It was a pretty yeah. final Okay, let's get, let's get to the other stuff. Let's get to so, the other stuff. Yeah, so, your next other to the bullets. bullet. Um... ADV finally. So we start to hear hear rumblings about the releases that have been delayed because of the financial troubles, the apparent financial troubles. Or we don't know troubles, if it was financial or whatever at all. or it whatever troubles that may be going troubles. on. Mm-hmm. It mystery. could have been something okay. even so far as yeah, and, uh, restructuring uh, the deal between them and Soviets or whatever. But bottom line and that is, can take a long time. Bottom line is that re-release date or updated release dates for a lot of the series have been announced, but. Uh, and if you're fans of five centimeters per second, canon, um, hoping to finish up uh, the second season of Oh My Goddess, you're in luck. Moonlight Mile. Moonlight Mile. Back. Um, but right now, the real hang-up for any series that is continuing or about to start or continuing, your real your real hang-up right now is Devil May Cry and Gurren Lagann. Those are the two hang-ups right now. Nothing's been announced, although... I mean, we, we said this when when this happened about a month, month and a half ago. It just doesn't feel. There just doesn't didn't feel that panic. Yeah, it, it's not I, a genuine. It's not a sinking ship. It's sort mm-hmm. of a meh. I guess it's delayed. We'll it's deal. Re- yeah. I, it's probably something because yeah, there's so many parties involved. I think it's just a lot of paperwork getting back to where they were. That's mm-hmm. the problem. And those are two big titles. They are. So. Yeah, and I think I think what, what I don't see why Devil May Cry is a big title, but hey, I'm not like. But, but keep in mind, like the thing yeah. is, like these are like. 
like Devil May Cry will probably be big selling because of its tie-in, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Gurren Logan is one volume though. Gurren Logan, Logan's Gurren Logan's Gurren it's got internet fame. Yeah, and it's it's probably aside from it's probably maybe a distant one, but number two nonetheless. And then all the other titles are all more niche. They can probably play it a little bit looser with those with all the other titles that have been announced. But these two titles, they have to be really careful. Those with. ones, they do have to be careful with. In my mind, they should be careful with canon. But hey, that's me. <laughs> and only yeah. Don't well, fuck well the with thing canon. is, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny because we're gonna have like two is, weeks of canon almost. Of releases, yeah, I mean, I mean, can, the second volume will fi- is set to apparently come next out week, next week, and then and the then week after third. volume three. There you but go. During login, yeah, as I said, you know, maybe the best things are worth waiting for. And I mm-hmm. know that's a bit of a concern for Angela because she's raved about this series. Yeah, I love this series. And, and I, I can't speak to it because I'm not familiar with it. I'm familiar with <laughs> yeah, canon, man. so... I guess yeah. we were talking yesterday, me and uh, you, Mike, were lucky. All our series uh, got picked up just, again. It's so just far. not the biggest concern. I it's mean, not. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. At least I have it for me personally. All, like, all the four series, that the four titles that I had been waiting for, all were on the initial list. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, I'm relieved personally. We'll leave it at that. The thing is, with Devil May Cry, with Gurren Logan, there's a bit, there's a lot more at stake. There's a lot more sales at stake with these ones. ADV is not gonna, is not gonna let these ones sli- easily slip through their fingers. Well, ADV's not gonna let any of them slip through their fingers. They're not in such financial trouble, and we never thought they were, that they weren't gonna be able to produce it. Mm-hmm. But there the were reasons for delay, but it's delay. It's not cancel delete or cancellation. It's not or cancellation. Threat of cancellation. Exactly. The mm-hmm. other thing is, and this is what, is, and you brought this up uh, when I when I came in this evening, mm-hmm. was in the end, and like Mike Bailiff made a statement, um, the senior vi- one of the senior vice presidents at ADV of marketing, I think, something like that. Um, he said, you know, we can't say too much else because in the end, this is all still very private matter, mm-hmm. a very private matter. Remember, this is a privately traded company, so there's no obligation, and dare we say, they're, they're obligated to be private. They're obligated to keep things as hush as possible. Yeah. Well, now, it depends on how you want to do it. The other thing is contracts, like non-disclosure agreements, bargaining positions, all that. It's better just to keep quiet and get on your own. You can't really say much anything because it could affect you in the long run. Yeah, and there's lots of paperwork to, announce to go date. through. They're not the other thing that's... It's bit them in the ass before. What was it? Uh, Kuro Phantom Memory. Remember years ago it was like announced 2005, 2004, not released till last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, last year in March. So you got... So and so it was really a long wait. And it, people and said, it, what happened? They said, oh, we prematurely yeah, yeah, and announced it before it was... Real. So here, they got to be real careful. And like I yeah. said, yeah. these are probably the highlight titles right now for them. These two. So the, as I said... They have to be especially careful with these. And there's probably a lot more people involved Japanese-wise and American-wise to get everything together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of hands involved with this, especially with those A lot two. of money in the pie, as they say. <laughs> or hands or hands in yeah, the pie. You don't have money in a pie. <laughs> a lot of hands. You just a, tend to a lot of hand, A lot of fingers or a lot of hands in that pie. In that pie. And, okay, so here, piece. Uh, we got to finish with a kicker here. Um, you, oh, I forgot to pull up the uh, article again, but um, Simon on the uh, on on the Icarus blog mentioned, uh, joked around that there seems to be a new place for those who for all foreigners who got laid off from English from English schools. There, um, a lot of them are now finding themselves in Butler cafes, employed by Butler cafes. A lot of the, there's been a like I think I think it's Is that like a host club, but a little more formal. 
You're, you want to try and tackle this one, uh, Angela? Now, the thing is, like, okay, well, here's the deal. Um, Butler Cafes have have started to have its own little niche, apparently, mm-hmm. and, and are attracting the girls. And, and the funny part is, apparently, um, and I'll put the and in the same article that meant in the same blog post that mentioned the whole um, Canada Customs thing, he talked a little bit about the Butler Cafes. One of the Butler Cafes is hiring, but they're hiring apparently just foreigners. And and there's a, something on their website. Uh, there's an English translation or an English only website where the website had there's a obviously a website for the uh, cafe but there's a section strictly in English asking for applications that's awesome it's uh, now funny. looking at these pictures it's kind of uh, yeah. how do I say I don't know yeah oh yeah we're looking at think, these pictures off I think only Angela could describe to us what exactly that would feel like because I don't know well, I'd you were a little disturbed walking into uh, <laughs> a cafe like that. Yeah, we are currently looking for. Being I can't see the screen. Okay. Well, they're just attractive-looking white guys, basically. Yeah, it looks like I, it looks here. like I would be walking into a yeah, high I know, because you know, you are they wearing tails? They're wearing butler outfits. Butler so outfits, you know, so with, with bow ties, etc. Et That's et awesome. Just a waist-up shot, so oh, I can't mm-hmm. tell. And then the yeah, boys' school cafe offers geek girls tea and fantasy. There's another mm-hmm. article about the whole cafe, the whole butler cafe phenomenon. Although this dude here in this picture, uh, this does not look like quite like a dude. It does look like a girl. <laughs> it is Japan. That could be actually one of the other ones where yeah. there are ones where it's female butlers that dress up as guys. It could be. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a few of those. But you ones. mentioned something else to me about the whole foreigner thing. About yeah, like I was reading about it recently. Symbol. That there's, um, I was reading about, it's called yellow cabs. It's a derogatory statement for women who, well, um, like Asian women who go around and like anybody can ride them is basically the where the statement comes from. And so they go, yeah, it was quite an interesting book I was reading. Um, like they go to Hawaii or other places and pick up foreign guys and pay for them like pay f- to go out drinking give them allowances basically and they become like their playthings so it's and it's kind of a status symbol like some of the women were saying that you can stand a little taller when you're walking down the street with a foreigner on your arm you know just it, so it's it i don't know it's quite a here boy so I gotta go to Hawaii. <laughs> you should go. I should go. You should go. Hawaii? You should yeah. go. Well, I've already you been might have Hawaii. luck. I've I've already been to Hawaii. Trust yeah, but you got to go outside, James. <laughs> <laughs> So there's, no, I've there's kind of a similar thing going on in the Rapongi fashion and entertainment district. With the, that's where all the host clubs are, basically. Mm. Or it's mm-hmm. like the host club district. Yeah, this, is, this is like an offshoot of the host club. Yeah. Almost. So like, if you're a foreign guy, a fairly good-looking foreign guy living in Japan, you can go cruise around Rapongi for a rich girl to who will pick you up and take pay for your drink. Back, James. Sorry. It's like the hostess thing, but in <laughs> reverse. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> awful. I'm still so, in though. So. <laughs> I just say you. Well, I know. Like you might end up out there on the internet can judge for themselves. So. So this is sort of an interesting so are we option. Gonna put, are we going to have like a vote between who's the most attractive guy on the round table? I, I think I'm the better dressed at the moment. You probably would be better dressed if you had your lawyer stuff on. But oh, man, if I had my suit on, you would all be swooning. Okay, that's enough, <laughs> enough, enough. All right, so anyway, the Butler Cafe is kind of an interesting offshoot of this because, like, the women get to go to a Butler Cafe and get the, the whole service thing. Um, okay, I'm not thinking dirty. Like, the whole... Oh, I guess it's in a non-dirty way. A couple seconds. Just got a minute here. Must <laughs> use it. Well, and then it's paired with the the whole status symbol of having a foreigner, but it's also paired with um, like the mysticism of the East and like the romantic castle thing and like princesses and just the whole like image that they would have of like 
Europe and the whole fantasy prince on a white horse thing. So, like, good for their good for the Butler Cafe. Like, it's a very smart business move on their part. And heaven knows, <laughs> you know, you have to be entrepreneurial to succeed in Akihabara. And yeah. Then, yeah. And, then the, and then the big districts. But there's a thought. You got to be and the business the curve, opportunity. A- a- Adam, James, seriously, James, punch a ticket now. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing, though, is you don't know what you're getting. You know what yeah, I mean? They yeah, could have herpes. Know, they could be poor. Oh, they, you geez. take your risks, James. <laughs> maybe we're, it may you take your chances. It may be worth Because let's be honest. Herpes is manageable. <laughs> okay, that's enough. And enough. syphilis can Thank be you. cured. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're planning ahead, I see. Exactly. Back with final insults in a couple seconds. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Oh, man. We're wondering who has a final insult this week. Uh, Angela's going to defer. Uh, I'll see week. if I can think of something. Else. Okay. Uh, I'll give you some, some time to think. Uh, roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. www.animeroundtable.com is our, is our website. Uh, you can listen to past episodes there, and I'm encouraging Paul over here to listen to as many as he could because he really has no clue what we've talked about over the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Facebook group, you'll see some pictures. Uh, from past episodes there um, and of course we're always looking for reviews iTunes and Podcast Pickle final insults um, who's got one I got one I got one I got one okay, we got it. okay um, round the table uh, late oh, I was about to say James. James. okay keep it a minute um, no I just noticed recently interesting uh, Bandai Visual even though they have their high prices and they just announced Sola supposedly did you see their new free downloads first the first episode of certain series just for a limited amount of time. I think it was Shigafumi, True Tears, Haruka, and I'm not sure about Solo, but they said they're going to try and do that U.S. and Canada only. But the funny thing people talk about is True Tears, the first disc, only has the first episode. So you basically get the first disc minus the clean opening, the booklet, and the small uh, mini episode they include on the first disc. Food for thought. I just thought people just thought that was kind of ironic yeah. itself, but that's here's, not going to make people and, and, buy the expensive. Yeah, no, and disc. here's and here's the other irony: uh, as of this point, Bandai U- Bandai Visual USA has the most licenses this year to this point. You know what's sad <laughs> though? I actually sad. haven't. That is sad. Of, it is sad, but we have yet to really get into the season. Anyway, that's it. Uh no, actually, I I, I <laughs> sorry, no, I just going to say quickly that actually I decided to bend over and decide to uh, get uh, True Tears and Shigafumi and hopefully Sola, even though I know most people are probably scorning that thought because I'm yeah, supporting the devil of, and keeping them bunch, giving them a little more yeah, money to continue on. You're thinking, you idiot. You Don't worry, I know I'm only continuing on the inevitable, yeah. but. Trust or me, if they're losing or as or much sales as I think they are by importing from Japan and all this shit, okay. then they don't care. Okay, thank but you. But anyway. Uh, who's next? That's it. You're done. Who's next? You You're go? next, Mike. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So a friend recently asked me um, if I had any good suggestions of anime that he could watch, and he's gotten really sick of super deformed and cutesy things and high school uniforms, and he wants something, like, adult. Not, like, as in porn, but adult and with serious relationships 
And so I was wondering if anybody out there had any suggestions. Poker guy talk. Monster. 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 Monster was my. See, I said monster because when she said after two adult, I was gonna say berserk, but yeah, that probably would kill him. Berserk yeah. is less adult. So maybe <laughs> most things, maybe a good handful of Urasawa stuff, maybe. Yeah, I, I already suggested think, Master Keaton. Yeah, Master, Master Keaton, yeah. Monster. Uh, Monster are the obvious ones. I mean, I, I enjoyed the most. I mean, yeah. I, I would have suggested like I like detective stuff like Kendachi, but mm-hmm. you know that might be a little different. And, that's, and frankly, that's not out there. Zapang. Zapang. Oh no, yeah, Zipang that's a good one. Okay, thank you. So, so if any, and then in the very last episode, they have like the preview for the last episode. It's like, oh wow, shit, shit has been found now, and it totally fakes you out. It's like, yeah, go read the manga, wrote the anime. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> still going on actually. Okay. Zipang. So, so anyway, if anybody out there, like any, if anybody's listening, uh, if you have a suggestion, just uh, let me know. Put it on the Facebook page or the blog. Thank you, Adam. Keep it to. I just remembered some. Paul was mentioning Idol Master during the break, and I started thinking about Princess Maker. <laughs> I haven't played these games. What? Medieval Woody Allen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I have not played this game, Princess Maker 2, in a long time, mostly because it's an old Windows 98 game that doesn't play very well on newer systems. Um, somebody out there, if anybody knows, has anybody fan translated the other games? Because I know they made at least number three. They may have made a fourth. They did. They did. I don't know if it's been translated. Somebody let me know, because these are spectacular games, and I'm kind of, I am really don't want to have to drag out my Windows 98 box just to play Princess Maker. I'm going to do it if you guys can't help me, <laughs> but I'd really rather not have to. So, yes, everybody should join in with, you know... Gynax raising and molesting your 10-year-old daughter and hoping she doesn't marry you. some sleazeball. No, no, you want her to marry you. Or the bat butler thing. What? But, <laughs> oh, you gotta play the game. I got a copy, I'll get, get it to you. Uh, Go fight some bandits in the wilds. <laughs> Try not to die. Thank you. That's it? Yeah. Thanks. And mercifully. Monday, Monday, March 3rd will mark the, this podcast's second anniversary. And much like last year when we marked our first year on air, we won't do too much to celebrate it. The only mention of the anniversary will be, will be here as I'm talking, and we'll me- I'll mention it quietly on the website on Monday. The only thing I'll say is that I'm happy that quite a bit has already been accomplished in these two years, chief amongst them being around for two years. My thanks always goes out to both James and Neil for sitting in on the very first episode since none of us had any clue how this experiment was going to go and for putting up with the tweaks that came in the months after. Also thanks to everyone who has given this show a further chance, from those who have come to sit in around the table, to Eileen and Norm McAvoy at Anime North who helped get us official stat- status there. Who you and still need to email. By the way, and by the way, I'll get in touch with you very soon to figure <laughs> out plans for this year, guys. If you're that last week, I think, too. Yeah. And the week Problems before. And the week before. <laughs> and a final thank you to those that actually do listen to the show. Over the last week, I figured out that we actually do have listeners, and thank you for actually taking an hour of your week to do so. My goal for the show's third year is to actually have a few contest giveaways assuming people are actually interested in a copy of my Santa. Um, (laughs) And that's not a prize. That's punishment. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for for this week. See you in seven. Good night from Toronto.